said, I think I love you, you. She said, call me Evelyn. This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast hosted by yours truly, Tyler Barth, all the way from Blue Studios out in Westlake Village, California, where we invite our favorite artists to come out and co-host the show. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with today's special guest. She runs her fingers over the letters that I called in. She loves you when I call her Evelyn. Come on, baby, why you wanna wait? Why don't we start this whole thing over again? Come on, baby, why you wanna wait? You know we can start this whole thing over again. This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast editor from the House of Rock in Santa Monica, California at Blue Microphone Studio. I'm your host, Tyler Barth, with my co-host, Andrew Duhon. Hiya. What's up, man? Oh, nothing, man. Just uh, played a few songs and, uh, yeah, hanging out at this place. This place is pretty unbelievable. And here we are on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. What better a time to do the podcast? Good weather. What better time to be indoors, I guess, right? <laughs> I will say we did have a little bit of a frightening uh, situation while you were in here recording. Mm-hmm. I was outside and I saw the swarm of bees. And so I, I actually am very thrilled that we are doing the podcast <laughs> in here because we will sometimes do the podcast outside. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I'm thrilled that we're not getting eaten up by bees either, I suppose. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, New Orleans boy. Yeah. Give us the story, Andrew. I know mm-hmm. we're, we're going to take everybody through the podcast. and. Sure get the listeners hip to what you're doing, but let's start from the beginning and okay. then we'll come back around, talk about the LP you just released mm-hmm. and what's next. How about that? Cool. Sounds good. So day one, huh? Day one, man. Um, you know, I, I, it's it wasn't like my father was a great guitar player down in Lafayette or anything, but um, I picked up a guitar in high school because uh, baseball wasn't working out. Uh, so I needed another dream. And uh, at the same time, I was getting my mind blown by uh, some of the literature that we were reading in English class and then the poetry and then it was Delta and folk blues that some of my friends would turn me on to and all this stuff kind of uh, formed this kind of perfect storm of fairly minimalist uh, art that cut to the core of me and and that was you know that's when I realized that's the kind of thing that I wanted to do and since then it's uh, evolved into the idea that maybe I could travel around and uh, meet new people and go to new places and just live life and hope that I might have something honest and genuine to express about my human condition in terms of song. And that's a little too heavy for what it really is. I'm just writing folk songs, but I want to believe that they're earnest and they're they're truthful and, uh, you know, that they come across that way. Where is one of the, the greatest places that you've had a chance to experience what you're talking about, right? So you've traveled there and, like, the song wrote itself because mm. it was so earnest and genuine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I really, I was really digging on Scotland, and uh, I love Edinburgh. I didn't love Glasgow, but actually the tune was inspired by a guy that I opened for in Glasgow. And this amazing place, uh, I had played it twice, but the first time I remember playing it 
uh, all I had was an address and the folk club. But the thing about folk club, quote, I'm doing the quote thing with my hands, podcast listeners. The thing about folk clubs is here you would think that the star folk club, you would walk up to a coffee shop called the star and it would be the folk club. But over there, it's like a book club. It's just a group of people who get together once a month. And that's the star folk club. But they get together at like, you know, St. Arnold's pub. So you don't really know the name of the place. Anyway, so I got an address. It's 1 St. Peter's Square. So I get to St. Peter's Square. I walk around, can't find the joint, ask around. Nobody knows where Star Folk Club is. And then I look up at the cathedral, 1 St. Peter's Square. That's the joint. That's where the show is. So I walk in there, and there's just, you know, cathedral ceilings, and, and they're setting up seating, and, oh, you must be Andrew to open up. It's the coolest place I've ever played. Cut into the chase. The guy that I opened for is a fiddle player, and he plays a lot of English and Scottish folk songs. And um, that cadence, man, we don't we don't write songs here in America that way. And they've obviously been cultivating that thing for a long time, but it's very a very distinct way of, of telling a story, singing a song. And it got into my head, and I thought at the time that I had a story that uh, that fit the bill. And I think, yeah, that song wrote itself, and it's called The Moorings, which is the title track on the new record. So I do hold the record here. And for all of our listeners, sometimes we do have the framework of, you know, cutting through from the very beginning all the way you know, <laughs> to the end where we recommend songs. But, yeah. you know, in the case of Andrew today, we're going to do it non-traditional, and we're going to go just right into it. I, I, I hold right here the LP. It is called The Moorings. I like the coloring on it. Thanks. It's got sort of an aqua take with the – what kind of color would you – Give it the C right here. Oh, um, I'm going to go with algae green. Algae green. I like that color. That works for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those who don't know what a mooring is. Sure. Um, it's physically the, the apparatus that you tie a ship to when you dock. So you can obviously take the metaphor from there. You know, it's it's the places, the people that, uh, that I think that I have found uh, shelter or solace from the, from the storm. Uh, and, well uh, articulated. <laughs> I like that. And, you know, definitely places that I expect I'll return to, you know, or at least the hope to do so, right? Beautiful. I like that. So it says here the uh, the album was produced and engineered by Trina Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do know the name. There are actually very few female engineer producers that exist. Yep. Uh, Trina is one of them, mm-hmm. alongside Linda and Barb. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that like? I mean, what is it like working with somebody running the show um, in a non-traditional sense? I think, well, it's it's also fair to say, uh, I didn't mention to you that uh, the first album was also produced by Trina. So I can start there by saying that when you first get into a studio, it's it's a whole new art form, you know, being able to sing a song in your bedroom and your buddies say, oh man, that's really great. And then to go into a studio and be able to uh, uh, articulate that through the wires and then get the knobs turned the right way and make that CD do the same thing. It's an, it's an art. And, um, and Trina was a perfect person in my mind to help navigate those confusing uh, wires, you know, for me for the first time. And obviously for this second album, um, she, uh, she does that uh, that beautiful balance of getting inside of the universe, I think, of the the performer, the artist who's making the record, and and her whole world is your world for that, you know, however long you're recording. And she, at that point, you can trust her to help kind of steer some of the the, the decisions. And 
and that way she becomes your co-pilot and that's that's huge you know I, I need that because when you listen to a track 20 times in a row I, I I get vertigo man I don't know which way is up anymore and I don't know which way is better or, or more genuine and she somehow is able to keep her mind and her palate cleansed enough that she can kind of steer the ship and when we were talking earlier during lunch we talked about some of the funny things that she says mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether you're comfortable <laughs> quoting her or not, I, I think, you know, just from what I got, yeah, she's a character. Totally. You know, and I think you mentioned it, you know, I don't know what it's like, or, or you said, what is it like? Uh, and I took that as a producer, but what about, what about working with a female producer? If that was a question, Yeah, there's no question about it that she, and you know it, you know, after a few minutes of, of hanging out with her, she has the quality of being able to own no matter how manly of man you are, she can own you in that studio because that is her lair. And, you know, she's the she's the chief, you know, in there. And uh, and she knows how to, yeah, she knows how to swing the stick in there. Oh, I love that. Um, so you had a chance to come out to the House of Rock. Mm-hmm. You graced us with a couple amazing tracks. Thanks, man. I caught most of them. I was sort of in and out <laughs> with the bees. Yeah, got to watch the and, bees. <laughs> and I, I know that we, we identified the three that we would like to highlight on the podcast. Sure. Uh, the first track that you wanted to highlight, and this is also off the, the LP. It is. Um, it's called Land Rush. It is called Land Where Rush. Where was that song written? That song was written not far from here, actually. Um, and uh, being in California right now is great. This is kind of my new uh, exciting place to explore. And it took me a few trips to the UK before the English folks were... Their fascination with California made me realize, man, what am I doing? Why haven't I gone and, and kind of done the California thing? Because I had only played in Los Angeles a few times and gotten that scene, that vibe. Okay, that's cool. But I hadn't rented the car and, and drove up the coast to play a show in San Francisco, et cetera. And I finally did that a few months ago, I guess. And yeah, it, it put it together for me. It's like, oh, California, now I get it. And that song was written literally, uh, or more specifically, in uh, Santa Inez, in a, uh, it was a ranch that just kind of put it all together for me. It was, uh, 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 you know, it, it was the, the kind of place that makes you think that this is why the West was won or something. This, uh, uh, they grow their own, make their own wine, and uh, there's real cowboys, man, like real cowboys. And uh, it makes me want to be one. For all of our podcast listeners, that does exist. Even in California, <laughs> you think surfers, and sure. you know, you're thinking Hollywood, and yeah. Yeah, if you, you get halfway in between San Francisco, I mean, San Inez is only a couple hours north of here. Yeah, I think that cowboys are hiding uh, deliberately from the surfers, but they're there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we play it? Yeah, let's play it. All right, from Andrew Duhon at the House of Rock, the Blue Microphone Studio, we have the track, Land Rush. Let my fear of the coming sunrise Chase me clear to California Found a town between two mountains Where I make my bed for now I found work with a family friend As a temporary ranch hand While the winds whip around me Do their best to settle me down But I waited out Ain't no settling for settling down If there's a land rush, I'm gonna chase it to the sea Oh, I gotta believe that it'll all work out 
Got to believe a change will come around If there's a land rush, I'm gonna chase it to the sea Yeah, and I'm gonna settle the land The land ain't gonna settle me Town's named after saying Could be so good to the sinners If I make it through the winter Won't this place feel more like home But still my mind it winders back To the house that I grew up in And all the sleepy sounds of sweet home Rest easy on my soul But I waited out Ain't no settling for settling down If there's a land rush, I'm gonna chase it to the sea Oh, I got to believe that it'll all work out Got to believe a change will come around If there's a land rush, I'm gonna chase it to the sea Yeah, and I'm gonna settle the land The land ain't gonna settle me Oh, I'll wait it out Ain't no settling for settling down If there's a land rush I'm gonna chase it through the sea Oh, I got to believe that it'll all work out Got to believe a change will come around If there's a land rush I'm gonna chase it to the sea Yeah, and I'm gonna settle the land The land ain't gonna settle me Yeah, well, I'm gonna settle the land The land ain't gonna settle me, no Great way to kick things off. Phenomenal. I... I I appreciate your opinion. I don't want to, mine's biased. So thank you. <laughs> um, Rest on Our Shoulder is next. Mm-hmm. Where was that one written? Uh, that that one's kind of funny because it's one of two songs that I took sort of an approach uh, of uh, making something inanimate uh, a person in the tune and just going with that with no clear indication that it was ever an inanimate, that it was just a person I was writing about. And I never really thought that that song would see the light of day, to be honest with you. Uh, but I remember hearing an interview with Paul McCartney saying something like, oh, you know, you write songs and you write more and more, and some of them you think are really great, and your buddy's like, no, keep that one in your pocket, and then other ones you don't think of that good, and then, you know, they end up being great. And that was kind of one of the tunes that I I didn't have a perspective on it to know that it would relate, but I think it does. And the funny thing about it is that it's not about a lover, that it's about, um, it's kind of about choosing the road over a lover or just the, the, the further traveling. And so I wanted to make that, that decision of choosing the, the road over a lover you've left behind as if you were singing the song to the lover, which is inanimate, but, um, treating her as if she is a lover and, and constantly pushing forward to try to find her, never quite getting her, always being a bit unsatisfied, um, but still pressing forward, you know. 
And uh, that's what the tune's about. Uh, but it was never supposed to be realized that way. So maybe I shouldn't even say it. Never mind. No, but it, we're going to document it here. <laughs> yeah. If people want the true story, they'll tune in the Blue Microphones podcast. Cool. Yeah. Hosted by Andrew Duhon. Yeah, that sounds good. Fair enough. All right, well, let's do it. Without further ado, from the House of Rock, we've got the track, Rest on Our Shoulder. cold read but only when she's lonely then she'll act like she don't know me when the rain's pouring on me still I trace her lines till I find rest on her shoulder but she ain't much of a lover though I've passed on many others just to chase her through the night Found no comfort in her cover Still I trace her lines Till I find rest on her shoulder And I still don't know where she goes Though I try my best to follow the horizon meets the sky It's where she goes to cry but She don't let me console her So I just trace her lines Till I find rest on her shoulder Well it's her silence that speaks to me and I swear she runs right through me Oh, her black lace trimmed in gold For me it is my duty To trace her lines To laugh and rest on her shoulder And I still don't know where she goes I try my best to follow The horizon meets the sky It's where she goes to cry But she don't let me console her So I'll just trace her line Till I find rest on her shoulder Try my best to follow 
the horizon meets the sky It's where she goes to cry But she don't let me console her So I'll just trace her line Till I find rest on her shoulder Oh, oh, oh Lord, I trace her line Life and rest on her shoulder. Andrew Duhon. I love this man. <laughs> very, very cool. And it's always nice to just have that, that afternoon of just having that patience and what, what is it? The peace and quiet, I mm-hmm. think, of this house, which is, you know, when you hear House of Rock, you're not right. really thinking peace and quiet. I was but expecting today, some, some chandelier swinging and such. I think today we got, we got lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, well done. So, you know, before we dive into Evelyn, let's, let's talk about, you know, the voyage. This is your second LP. Mm-hmm. When did you start writing it? And then I know you literally just released it, which is available on iTunes. Right. So everybody should go right now to andrewduhon.com. Go ahead. And uh, if you go there, it's spelled A-N-D-R-E-W-D-U-H-O-N.com. Got it. Facebook, like it, Twitter, sure. Instagram, it's all there. It's on there. Um, the moorings. Mm-hmm. So, give give me the story. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I remember after having released the first album, maybe six months later, people started to ask me about the new songs that I was playing. So, you know, it just starts right then. It's almost like I think as a songwriter who uh, anyone who writes all their songs uh, themselves, as soon as you make an album, it's almost like emptying your pockets and paying that toll, and then you kind of feel broke a little bit artistically, like you you just you relinquished all your new stuff. Yeah. And now, like, you just want to write and write and write. So I remember, I think I kind of busted out a couple of those songs pretty quickly after the first one. And there was this uh, dissatisfaction with some of the folks who would, who were loyal listeners who really wanted to hear that next record, which obviously didn't come out until, I suppose, two years after that first one. Um, but, yeah, some of these tunes were, were two years ago, and, and others of uh, one other tune got written at the studio, so... You know, it's that collection of songs since since the last one. Beautiful. All right, let's play Evelyn from the House of Rock today by Andrew Duhon. Here you have it. Well, I am the seed of Adam and Eve. That apple didn't fall too far from the tree Cause I stole Eve's hand and we ran behind some bushes To try a more original sin I said, I think I love you, Eve She said, call me Evelyn I said, I think I love you, Eve She said, call me Evelyn I said, come on, baby, while you want to wait Why don't we start this whole thing over again? Come on, baby, while you want to wait You know we can start this whole thing over again These days she loves it when I call her Evelyn We were short on red and got cast out by the landlord that don't seem to face Evelyn 
I found an empty box car and I pulled her on board We get south before the winter set in She runs her fingers over the letters that I carved in These days she loves it when I call her Say, come on, baby, why you wanna wait? Why don't we start this whole thing over again? Come on, baby, why you wanna wait? You know we can start this whole thing over again. These days she loves it when I call her Evelyn. Got off in Rose Jackson next to Charlie's bar And I convinced Charlie to let me play He couldn't pay us no money But he had a place upstairs Where he let me and Evelyn stay We like it fine to talk all the time About leaving again Maybe settling somewhere like France or Ireland Says, come on, baby, why you wanna wait? Why don't we start this whole thing over again? Come on, baby, why you wanna wait when you know we can start this whole thing over again? We'll find a rundown shack on a small piece of land. And I work on the house while you make us our own. Guarding So let's talk a little bit about Evelyn mm-hmm. Since we just played it Who is Evelyn? I don't know <laughs> um, I stumped you there Okay I, I suppose I do know who she is She's not inspired necessarily By a single person But Evelyn is Eve of Adam and Eve And uh, the story is is kind of a love story uh, unbound by uh, time, you know, because uh, in this song I'm stealing Eve from Adam and going on this American voyage. And, uh, you know, the chorus is, why do you want to wait? Because we could start this whole thing over again. And I guess, I guess the idea is that when you do have a lover or a love, a union of two people, you really do feel like you're kind of you have the chance to really start your own lineage all over again. And it's uh, something really powerful. And the journey that you can take can be as on fire as you want it to be, you know? Cool. I like it. And it is the number two track on the album. Yeah. You're going to hear that, folks, the moment you get that album in your hands. And if you don't get it in your hands digitally, it is the second track on the album. It's Evelyn. So make sure to download that. All right. Now we're getting into the album. We've been all over the place. This is definitely one of those non-traditional podcasts where we, we, we follow no, no format. It's probably my fault. All right. mm-hmm. No, there's no fault. That's the beauty, <laughs> though. This is your story. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm holding this, this beautiful album. We've already talked about the coloring. It's nice. Um, <laughs> and so the moorings. Okay, so let's, let's get into the moorings. You've described what the mo- a mooring is, mm-hmm. but why title the album The Moorings? Mm-hmm. Um. I guess if you get more figurative with the with the the thing, it's uh, these songs are all moorings. They're all uh, spots along the way that that 
were memorable enough to write about. And now they're kind of constant and they're there for me, you know, at any point. And uh, yeah. I love that. What a great definition. I was I was sort of looking for that. And I know that we obviously have the title track, The Moorings, as well as track one. But I'm really, really intrigued by just holding, you know, a lot of us don't have the appreciation of holding CDs any longer. Yeah. I mean, everyone's digital. Yeah, they just and end up being cracked pieces of jewel cla- plastic underneath your car seat. But it, well, in the case of this, we have very little plastic. Right, in cardboard. Here. This, this, is, one, uh, yeah. this is a cardboard album. So go out and grab this. I know that you can get it through the website. You too. can, yeah, you can get a physical copy on the website. Let's talk about the moorings now. Okay, this is a track that we're going to play. It's the one available in the iTunes store and on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let's just play it and then we'll come back to it. All right. All right. So without further ado. From Andrew Duhon's second LP, the track is The Moorings, and it's the title track on the album. Oh, my darling, my dear, I have reason to fear That you know not the man you're adoring From the dark, salty sea, I found refuge in thee but I'm soon to be loosening my mooring Oh my darling, my dear I have reason to fear That you know not the man you're adoring From the dark, salty sea I found refuge in thee but I'm soon to be loosening my mooring And I'll hold on hold when I let you go Do you love me well? I said I'll along and I will trust these wings But they will not fail Open up my heart Let it be my seed When I'm gone, you don't feel I've done you wrong But if so, I will see my repentance A convicted fool I am, chained to the pen in my hand In my darling, I must serve this sentence And I'll hold on hold when I let you go Though you love me well I said out alone And I will trust these wings That they will not fail Open up my heart Let it be my seed For the day it will come When my traveling is done and I'll search for a light on the shoreline Though I know your harbor slips hold vessels worthier than this If there's room, would you cast to me your line? And I'll hold on hold when I let you go Though you love me well, I said I'll alone and I will trust these winds That they will 
faith Open up my heart Let it be my Savior oh, Open up my heart Let it be my Savior Alright, we are back. Okay, so this is a fully produced track. This is the Andrew Duhon, Trina Shoemaker magic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as you might say. Mm-hmm. Um, what what made this song one? You know, sometimes they talk about song order. Yeah. Um, I want You always, well, I always want the album to tell a story. And in order to start that story, I think you have to introduce uh, uh, kind of where you intend to go what it's all about and that's that song is what it's all about you know it's about uh it's about the places along the way the stops the the uh um the heart your your heart being my heart being uh pulled by a, a lover who uh who i've left behind still you know looking forward with a hope that one day i might return to that lover or or at least just to love mm-hmm. you know now we've talked a lot about traveling and uh, as it relates to your profession and the things that you love, but also have you considered like a vacation away from it where you're like, I have no intention of carrying my career here, even though nice. it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. but have you taken that vacation that you intended to take a vacation and okay. then it turned into a work trip? Hmm. You know, I, I haven't even thought of taking a vacation because, well, you know, what I thought you were going to ask me was a vacation in terms of not going anywhere for a while, <laughs> you know? Yeah, the staycation. Yeah, this right, exactly, things. exactly. You know, and I think that's something that could be really powerful for me. But in terms of just going somewhere to go and experience it and then, what, not right? That just feels dumb. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, uh, like, the term dumb, It's it feels mute and, uh, uh, I, I don't know why I would do that at this point. You yeah, know? that's cool. That's really cool. I mean, I, I know that you said that the career started in high school. And, um, I mean, did you ever do, like, a, you know, an after high school trip where you didn't bring your guitar? Or was this, this is really just high school on, this was, well, this was it? Well, no, I wasn't super uh, uh, impressed with myself back then. I didn't necessarily know that if uh, playing guitar was just to get the girls in college or if it was really going to be kind of my own ventilation system for the soul. And it turned out to be the latter, but I didn't know it back then. So no, and I wasn't the guy who brought the guitar to the beach, dude. You know, that wasn't Mm me. I love it. Um, The second track that we're going to highlight, which is my favorite titled track on the album, (laughs) is called Sidestep Your Grave. Uh Where does one come up with this awesome title? And, and by the way, our podcast listeners do not have to agree with me, but this I have an opinion about music, and I have an opinion about song titles, and I love this song title. Cool. Um, I wrote that in Alabama at this Wolf Cottage. It was actually kind of a staycation. They put up writers for a week or more at a time. I had a week at the time, and they just put you up, and you were allowed to write for a while. And there I had a resonator guitar and a slide, and I wrote this tune, and I wanted to write something bluesy, and I had this line with me that was just in my pocket for the longest time and it's not even the chorus line it's uh it's um a dead man's jacket from a secondhand store i wanted so badly to put that somewhere so i had to like wrap a story around it or something so i did and the sidestep your grave part ended up being the chorus the strong image of somebody doing wrong and they knew it but they were just just living like a bat out of hell 
and and the chorus ideas is that you know that's okay you might find salvation but you know if you die first whoops I love it alright so from Andrew Duhon's latest album The Moorings the track is Sidestep Your Grave here you have it <laughs> Down a burnt out building, baby, don't you wanna go here? Somewhere, East Mississippi, ain't nobody gonna know it. But that governor's wife is so doggone pretty. Tell me what's the more to do with it. You're gonna have certainly better leave that city, cause the words are. Straight and narrow way, yeah. But you got a sound step of your grave. It's slow down there, the devil gonna catch you, son. You better move along. Well, somewhere, he's an avalanche. Go ahead and throw your own. Burn out on the bluegrass. Throw your pants up now. Got a sidestep of your grave From a second hand store I'm find salvation someday But you got the sound step of your grave Oh, repent my son and thou shalt be saved you got the sound step of your grave I love about this podcast is really getting in the head of a singer-songwriter because I can learn. We can all learn. You know, everyone listening right now can learn that there are just different ways of doing things. And I love your approach. Cool to the way that you record music yeah. and write music, and it's uh, it's inspiring, man. Nice. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, uh, I guess I don't get to interview other songwriters and kind of get in their heads as as much as you do. So it's good to hear that I might have a different perspective on things because you really do sometimes wonder if when you go play that five songwriter bill in New York and it's just Joe Schmo, 
Jack Frost, Andrew Duhon, and you wonder like this is these are just names. Do anybody does anybody gonna differentiate uh, the difference between these these people, these songwriters? And I like to believe that I'm honing in on what I might be good at and what I really enjoy doing with my life. And uh, I hope that that comes across as something slightly unique. So, yeah. And in the album I hold, I think it does. And cool. it does come by slightly unique. So for those who haven't already purchased the album, go to iTunes right now. Go to The Moorings, which is the title, or under Andrew Duhon. Grab the album. Pretty freaking awesome. Um, now we will go into the traditional third part of the podcast, <laughs> where I asked you to pick any song that yeah. it may have an associated story. Mm-hmm. What is the track? Man... I know for a fact that I've got some cool little kitschy tune in my head, and I just can't quite pull it out. It's stuck somewhere. So I got to give you the one that was the most powerful to me at Jazz Fest this, uh, what was it, last week, I think. So Fleetwood Mac's playing Jazz Fest. You got to go see Fleetwood Mac. Obviously. And uh, I should preface it by saying I had seen a Fleetwood Mac documentary, so I knew the story about what was going on during Rumors. So to watch uh, Lindsey Buckingham and um, uh, help me out. Stevie Nicks. Uh, Stevie Nicks, thanks. Um, to watch them interact on stage was like a play. And uh, to hear them sing Landslide or her sing Landslide was just, I felt like my heart was, had a, a high school crush and a high school heartbreak, your first heartbreak at the same time. and um, And that song has just, resonated all the more after seeing that uh, you know I take this love I take it down you climb a mountain and what's left you turn around that's it you know like and, it, and I think the most powerful part about it is I was watching them and I was pretty far away uh, and there was a couple probably 30 yards in front of me it was an older couple both with their jazz fest sun hats on and they're they're slow dancing to this and um Oh man, what's the line? Um, oh shoot, I don't remember the line, but uh, the line has to do with with uh, with uh, breaking it apart. And I see her moving; uh, she's lip syncing these words to him, you know, like uh, you know, I don't want to leave. It was something like that, and I just saw him say mouth the words, then don't. And I think that that th- it was like right in front of me there was this love that's going to last forever, and then further in front of me was a love that is no longer, and it's this tragic thing where these people were just this close, and and it is literally that mountain that you try to climb to the top of, and by no fault of your own you could end up on that landslide that brings it all down, and uh, you do your best not to blame anyone if that happens I suppose, but you know right in front of me was was just the most beautiful. Uh, demonstration of both of those things. Without further ado, let's play it. The track is Landslide by Fluid. You know it. I took my love took it down I climbed a mountain and I turned around and I saw my reflection in snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought me down Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? 
child within my heart rise above Can I sail through the changing ocean tides Can I handle the seasons of my life I always pick a contemporary track and like I feel like I'm just not doing justice for what you just Oh I mean, man, no, uh, I like I like wow. kitschy and new. Kitschy and new. Hit us with kitschy. This and new. is this is as new as it gets. Cool. In fact, this track may not even be available anywhere. I think you can stream it. Um it's a five piece called Grizz Folk. Uh the front man is actually from a town just outside of New Orleans on the panhandle of uh, Florida called Pensacola. Cool. Uh two guys in the group are from Sweden. You got a guy from Chicago and then a bass player from Somewhere in the Midwest. So interesting, because guys from Pensacola don't usually hang out with guys from Sweden. So good for him. You know? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and then we talk about where music is right now. And it, I guess, you know, nowadays people are meeting each other all over the world. Sometimes they write a song yeah. and they've never even met face yeah, to face. Man. Yeah. And in the case of, uh, you know, S- Sebastian and Frederick with uh, Adam, I mean, this is the case. And so the, the track I want to highlight is a track called The Ripple. And it's something you can relate with because it's about making their way to California uh, on a road trip, traveling, mm-hmm. you know, the new chapter of their life. Nice. And uh, so we're going to play it. All right, so without further ado, we've got the track called The Ripple by Grizzfolk. Get lost, get it right. Oh, my, my. Gotta get lost, get it right. We're sorry. 
All right, we are back. Andrew Duhon, this is a doozy. I've always wanted to say that. Andrew Duhon, this is a doozy. Hmm. The more middle name. Your middle name is Doozy? More Don't or less. you want it to be? Don't, I do. Okay. I do. Andrew Doozy Duhon. Mm-hmm. That works really well. <laughs> um, and we also have our sarcasm on Friday afternoon. Yeah. Um, for those who need to go out there and, and feel like they're doing good in the world, download the track, download the album, The Moorings. It's there for the taking. Andrew Duhon. Thank you for coming out on the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a good day. For those who want to check out Andrew Duhon, you already know to go to andrewduhon.com, but he is touring, and he'll be in a town near you very soon. I hope so. And you can, of course, reach out to him direct through social media. Small world. He does house shows. He does He does what, what an artist that likes to travel does. I'll go with that. <laughs> Aaron's like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> anyway, listen, man, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Sure. She runs her fingers over the letters that I called in. Today she loves you when I called her Evelyn. Come on, baby, why you wanna wait? Why don't we start this whole thing over? Oh